everyone. Hi, it's me, Miss Blue, the Oracle. Now, as you know, we are about to dive into Planet Remix. And as we get ready to get into the cipher, I do want to let you know that it is Planet Remix. And a lot of times we cover adult content. So at this time, if you have anyone who's a minor, I would suggest that you put your headset on or get yourself in a place where you can enjoy your time on Planet Remix. But until then, put the babies out, do what you need to do so we can be responsible while knowing our magic. This show, this information, we dive into a lot of things that are adult content. And so therefore, if you are a minor, I want you to stop what you're doing right now. And I definitely want you to get your parent or your guardian's consent before diving into the remix. Well, enjoy. Enjoy the share. Yeah, and keep knowing your magic. We just got to be responsible while growing up on planet Earth.
Oh, yeah. Welcome on in. Peace and greetings, everyone. Welcome, 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 welcome on in to Planet Remix Radio. I am your host, of course, Miss Blue, the Soulful Oracle. I want to welcome everyone on in. Welcome to the Cypher tonight. Ah, my goodness. How are we all doing? How are we all feeling? First of all, let me say, happy new moon in Scorpio. Because I know you can feel it in the air. That lighting up that deep part within our soul of this Scorpio energy. So peace and greetings, soul family. So glad to have everyone in the house. I do want to let you know the Blue Room is open and you are certainly more than welcome to come on over and join us. Join us here live on Planet Remix. I'm going to give you those cosmic directions so you can find your way on over. I would love for you to do me a favor, and that is make sure you click that like button if you're in the Blue Room. And that way we can let our soul family know that we are live. Uh, so that they can find us. I didn't actually send out an inv- invitation on the text line. Don't ask me why not, um, but I didn't do it. I guess I'll do that right now And uh, as we get ready to get started here. But I want to say welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to everyone from listening all over the globe. I see some of our international listeners are in the building. Want to welcome you on in, as well as everyone listening from all over the world. How are we feeling? Have we had an opportunity to check in with ourselves at this time? And if you haven't today, I'm going to ask that you do that, that you go ahead, check in with yourself. Uh, a few things to talk about, but mainly I want to be on the phone lines tonight. Uh, or this morning or afternoon, depending on where you're tuning in, from any way, anywhere in the galaxy. So welcome to the seen and the unseen. We are so glad to have you join us here live, live on Planet Remix. Mm-hmm. One of the best places to be in our Milky Way galaxy. And I'm so glad you all are joining us. All of the universal citizens in the building. And uh, so glad to see you all. I'm going to give out the call-in number, 515-605-9794 is the number to call. Now, international callers, you can call in a couple of ways. Make sure you use the U.S. country code when calling in. If you're going to dial in and then dial 515 605-9794, and that's going to get you locked in. Or you can actually head on over to blogtalkradio.com forward slash the remix, and that's going to get you locked in. And when the show is live, you can actually sort of direct connect and um, really come on over and join us. Mm -hmm. I'm in a chill vibe right now. I'm doing a long fast. And uh, I'll be fasting pretty much for this week. Been doing some pretty intense work. 
internal work as well as pretty intense work in the Akashic Records in the Premier Files. Got some big, big readings coming up this week and uh, just definitely want to be in alliance for it. And also doing a lot of work in the astro realm. And uh, we're going to talk about that. So doing a lot of work in the astro realm. So as we get ourselves to get ready to get situated, I know that was sort of kind of those real sort of kind of chill vibes because we are going to be talking about our higher self. I'm going to dive in a little bit, but I'm not going to be too long. I got a couple of things I want to share with you, but mainly I want to say thank you to everyone who chimed into the show that we did on Friday night. So many emails came from all over the world And the brothers definitely, absolutely stood up. So I want to just say thank you to each of you. And if you didn't get a chance to hear that show, I would simply encourage you to download, 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 to go back into the archives, wherever you get your podcasts at, and really, really dive into that show. And I love it because so many brothers reached out that are, stepping up and said they really, really felt that energy. And so this was more confirmation for some, realization for others, um, and everyone was able to really, really connect with that. So I'm glad. We have a big week energetically ahead of us. Oh, yeah, a big week mm-hmm. ahead of us. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sorry, I know I'm a little, a little, a little distracted there, but I want to make sure the soul family gets the message. So I'm definitely going to send that message out. Um, I'm definitely, absolutely going to put that message out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You fell asleep. <laughs> you said powerful. You put me to sleep that night, Raspberry, and I woke up like, what happened? You know, that definitely does happen. A lot of times our subconscious, our higher self has to step in and take over, take over so that our mind will offer no interruptions to the magic, to the power that it needs to receive at that time. So however you had a chance to listen, I definitely would love for you Uh, to go back and listen, make sure you write down those key dates because we have already entered into one of them. We've crossed that 11-11-11 gateway, and we will not have another triple threat, another triple, and I don't mean threat in a negative way. I mean a triple threat. You know how someone says you are triple threat? Mind, body, soul, triple threat. That's a triple threat when you can take the power, all of it, and you can multiply it on so many different days. So go back, 
because I really gave you a string of days. And then for some dealing with certain situations, you got a whole week that you really just need to hone in and lock in on those days. So go back and listen to all of those days if you didn't get them because it's in the share, uh, in the share. But welcome on in. Oh, my goodness. This is what I want to tell you. And let me know in the comments if you feel this as well. You are entering in to the energy, and everybody would have gotten a burst of this. You are entering in the energy 2024. This is 2024. You would have gotten a glimpse of that. You would have gotten a glimpse of that yesterday and definitely a glimpse of it today. And you would know because you, you, you're going to be, you know, quantum, quantum leaping, quantum jumping, timeline jumping, where you had an opportunity to really get a glimpse, feel a moment, whether that was physically, whether that was your emotional mind chatter sort of shifting itself, you know, instantly something happening in front of you and you having sort of this spontaneous, very, very in tune sort of moment of deja vu. Feeling as if you've been somewhere, experienced something. I've seen someone just in the Blue Room mention thing about deja vu. So deja vu will be coming online a lot. You would have had that. It would have showed up in your dreams. It would have been something that, think about it this way. It would have been something that you would have been working on. It would have been something from the past. It would have been something from a few years ago that perhaps you struggled with, either in its understanding or struggled with and either making it happen or feeling it. It would have been something that would have been challenging for you. And all of a sudden, you just have that moment and you're like, wait, it's working. All of this work that I've been putting in, that I've been doing, I'm living the moment of those results. You're living that moment. I want you to get on our scribe tip, and I need you to scribe this moment. You need to capture that moment. You need to hold, harness that moment. This is when I call what I call sophisticated manifestation. Like it's so sophisticated and how it shows up to you that if you blink for a moment, you will miss it. You will literally miss it. Like the moment is gone. It's sophisticated. It's very sophisticated manifestation. And it really is a point of your evolution. So I want to know, I want to know how many people had that moment. 
I certainly did. And I had to stop and say, wait, I have been waiting to get to this place. Now, I've been feeling it since I put this pattern and put this intention into action. But if I'm going to be completely honest, I don't think I really totally embodied it. And the reason I say that is because when it happened, it didn't go in my mind first. My body felt it first. And you know, the body, shout out to self-invested, the body holds all karma. It holds it. And usually it's the last to let go. It's the last to let go. And I felt it in my body and I had to stop for a moment and go, whoa, whoa. You did this shit. Oh, my God. You did it. You absolutely did it. And it's not that I accomplished a lot of things, but when you have something internal, energetic, that you want to shift, that you want to release, that you want to let go, and you're being presented, or let's just keep it 100, sometimes you're being confronted with it. And you've even practiced how you're going to respond should that situation comes up for you again. It don't get real till it gets real. And it was afterwards, I was like, whoa, you did it. You did it. You officially did it. And I want to tell you that because this has a lot to do with this energy of the Scorpio new moon. Now, granted, we are all very divine beings on the planet. And this is very intimate to us when we start to talk about the zodiac, when we start to talk about the wheel, when we start to talk about astrology. It's intimate because this was handcrafted. It was like going to your farmer's market and looking for that juicy, red, ripe, unbruised apple. You got to dig a little different. And you're looking at the shape of it. You're looking at the coat of it. You're even looking at the stand in which you're picking up the apple from. And you're really being intentional about that choice. Well, that's how we've been intentional about our divine blueprint. And a part of that divine blueprint that sort of bridges what we call heaven, the soul, or earth, our physical manifestation of that soul, is astrology. So that could show up very different where Scorpio is, each one of us in the house of Scorpio, because we all have Scorpio energy inside of us. And we have handcrafted it like a fine gem, 
like picking out the finest crystals when you just see a bucket of crystals. If you've ever gone to Crystal Show, they have them in Arizona and and different places around the world. But if you ever have gone in Utah and you're picking fine crystals and you're, you're looking through it and maybe sometimes the vendor will say to you, let me, this is a good one. Look at this one here. And you think, this, this is a job for me. This is a job for me to pick these fine crystals out. It's a job for me. Just like when you're picking apples. It's different if you want to just chop the apple up and put it in your lunch bucket. Or if you're using apples to decorate your finest pie that you're baking. Or the apple is going to be for dipping. And maybe you're going to make it for your child and their birthday. You're going to be looking at that apple in a totally different way, looking at those crystals in a different way. So I'm telling you this because I want you to be mindful, whether you uh, uh, know about astrology or not, pay attention because this can tell you a lot about yourself. Pay attention when different birthday seasons come up. Because that's going to give you an indication of the energy that is being ignited inside of you. And some of you may know that when January comes, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December, whatever month, there are certain months that you sort of get a burst of energy, you may have noticed. In other months, you may want to be more productive. In other months, you may want to be um more in solitude, and there are different months where you feel very intimate, you know, you're you're going to notice this flow, and you're noticing this flow not because it controls you, but because you are a part of it. It's just like you know when your hand hurts. You know that you are not your hand, but your hand is a part of you. You know, I remember one time when someone was saying to me, you know, I went to the hairstylist and I wanted to get a trim. I wanted to just get a a light trim, like about an inch or inch and a half. And if you know, then you know. If you go to the hairstylist and you say you want to get a trim, in their mind, a trim, we talking six, seven inches. And next thing you know, you got a whole new do coming out the salon. And that may not be what you went in there for. And I was sitting in the chair getting the consultation and she was like, well, you know, you got a little bit of split ends here. And on this side, it's a little shorter than the other side. And in the back, in the middle, a little bit of breakage up there. Um, but you got good length and everything. But if you really just want this to look amazing and healthy and you want your hair to start growing faster, I would recommend mm, we cut it about shoulder length. Come again. Say again. <laughs> you want to do what? No. Absolutely not. Well, I'm just telling you, well, you do know that all of this hair, once it grows out, it's dead. How many people know this and been told this, that once your hair grows out your scalp, it's dead? 
I'm telling you, like I got the okie doke so much in my life with people telling me when I didn't know that, guess what? When your hair grows out of your scalp, it's dead. I'm like, it's dead. Yeah, it's dead. It's just, it's just dead hair. So she goes to cut. We agree upon, I wanted a half an inch, but she told me it makes no sense to do a half an inch. So I gave in just a little bit, and I said, go ahead and do an inch. And so she kept negotiating with me, and she said, come on, Blue, let's do an inch and a half. She said, I promise you, you're going to love it. So she shows me what an inch and a half looks like. I'm like, okay. So as she starts to cut, I can feel it. I'm like, wait, wait, I'm turning around in the chair. I look on the floor. I said, wait, about three inches. I promise you, you're going to love that. I said, no, 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 no. Stop right there. Stop. I got ready to get up. I said, I'm getting ready to leave. It's okay. I'm still going to pay you, but no. But now you got, now you got, um, now you got, um, (laughs) now you got, now you got one part of your hair with three inches out of it. I said, but I told you an inch and a half. Let me tell you why I say that. Because I felt my hair being cut more than an inch and a half. And I got up out of the chair and I left. I'm telling you this story. Mark my words. You may be confronted with something this week. No pun intended. To cut your losses and say no and don't do it. And don't do it. And just don't do it. And you want to know the gag. The gag is that piece of hair took the longest, the longest to grow back. I think the rest of my hair tripled in that link, length before that grew back. When the whole premise was, if you want your hair to grow, you got to cut these split ends, you got to cut this, you got to cut that. And I'm not saying, because shouts out to stylists, I have some amazing close, close sister friends who are stylists and they badass with it. Um, I'm not a professional stylist, that's not my expertise, but I will say this that your hair is not dead, (laughs) number one. Um, So again, a lot of things have been sort of culturally, systematically, we've been indoctrinated to these belief systems that really 
don't have the merit that they're pushing behind it. And that's one of them. That your hair is dead and you should cut it. Now, is it true that your hair grows from the root? Absolutely. But your hair is not dead. Your hair has energy. Your hair has particles in it. It has frequency in it, subatomical particles in it. It is an antenna for you in it. That's why all of the ancient books talk about the significance of the hair. Now, this hair thing may have been uh, a Western world, an American thing. So if you live outside of America, maybe you don't know that story. Um, but it is something with me growing up that people say and people have told and, and, and still running that sort of narrative today that your hair is dead. You know, that's right. Thank you, Priestess Erica. The hair has vitality in it. You know, but it's a lot of things that we've been told that we just sort of take it as face value without becoming curious, not suspicious, curious for ourselves and our own understanding. And, you know, I don't know about you, but I know if you're here with Planet Remix, I debunked a whole lot of theories. I've debunked what a lot of people say is fact. I've debunked a whole lot of stuff that people say is impossible. You know, I've accomplished things that others would say would never happen. And I want you to hold that within you to know that you have that ability inside of you as well. And just like you got that glimpse, you got them rays, you got that hope of something impossible happening that maybe you were working on for a long, you've been working on it for so long and maybe even failing at it that you absolutely forgot that you was even working on it. (laughs) That's how long you've been working on it. I know for me. That's how long I've been working on this shit. So long that there were times that I forgot. This is supposed to be what I'm working on. I forgot about it. There was times that I unofficially quit, unofficially said forget about it, unofficially said it was a priority. Then it happened. When I least expected it. And in those times, I become very curious. It's those days that I literally destroy my studio and my office because I'm going through old books where I wrote things. I'm looking in my Love Me book and I'm going back into different dates and I'm trying to recount those steps. Because I want to make sure I'm clear on how I got here. Because I found that that's been one of the greater things that has given me 
the success in my life that I've achieved. And I'm not talking, success is one of those things that's very intimate and personal. You know, there were some days that success for me was getting up a long time ago. That was success. If I could just wake up, ta-da, I did the damn thing. And then, you know, sometimes we wrap this narrative into bigger things and we forget about how much we accomplish and how much we actually do and how much effort we actually put towards making things happen. And so I know we talk about staying present a lot, but what I love so much about this time of the year, Scorpio season, is Scorpio sort of wants to force you to go back down memory lane. And when I was younger, around this time, always used to be a bad time of the year for me. People would, you know, boyfriends would break up with me around this time of the year. I would get extremely sad around this time of the year. I might have even talked about this before, if not here in the priestesshood workshop or self-invested. I just did not like this time of the year. And it wasn't until I got a healthy understanding of me. A more loving understanding of me. A more loving understanding of our world. Really diving in to being a student of my life and a student of growing up, literally growing up on planet Earth and started that quest, understanding about the metaphysics, understanding about um, who I am, or shall I say, of who I thought I should be. That I realized energetically, because this is when, you know, my psychic abilities, I no longer was shoving them down like trying to push dirty clothes in a laundry basket when it's already full. (laughs) That's a hell of an analogy. How did I think about that? But anywho, not shoving it down not shoving my psychic abilities away as if it was something that was wrong, something that made me so different that I felt like it was a curse instead of a blessing. started to realize that this time of the year was calling me to take a look and go deep within and look look back, to face some things, to, 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 to face some things and really begin to ask myself the question energetically because this was before I came into 
um, understanding, of course, you know, working with Brother Bilal, understanding astrology in a different way, because up until that point, I absolutely had no respect for astrology. None. Love the moon. Oh, my God. I have been loving the moon since I've been a baby. Love the stars. Absolutely fall in love with the star. Love the sun. Absolutely fell in love with the sun and the planets and all the mysteries and would look up in the sky from the time I've been a little girl and just allow my imagination to flourish and grow. But I really honestly had little respect for astrology. Little respect. Because anytime someone tried to sum me up by it, I could honestly say, that's not me. No hesitation. Non-skip a beat. Nope. 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 (laughs) And they would go, huh. 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 And the reason I say that to you is because very few people understand astrology like Brother Bilal. I've never met anyone, and I've talked to quite a few of them. And I am so thankful, so grateful to be able to have learned that system and even work with him and teach that system to many of you. Shout out to everybody from the astrology class and self-invested. But what I also learned about that, it's a living system. Like you're living, it's a living system. And here's the other thing that is so, so clear. It's only a part of who you are. It only tells one story. It only tells a part of your story. It doesn't tell the story. In fact, it cannot even make your story. That is a task, not astrology, not what's what's that other new thing they got out that everybody is sort of running towards? What's that other system where you talk about your activator, your Y'all know what I'm talking about. What's that? I can't think of the other system they got out there. I don't I don't really know the name of it. Human design. There you go. Not human design. What all of these systems are, they are tools for you. They're tools. And it also helps you to understand potential. So today, someone could say, oh, you are, I don't know, you are a Gemini. 
You're a genius. Well, you have the potential to be a genius. And all of us have Gemini in us, so we have a potential to be a genius in an area in our lives. And sometimes I think that we put on these suits and we zip them up tight. You ever had that jacket when you were a kid and the first cold weather comes and your mother gets you that jacket because it always kind of catches everybody by surprise. So you're putting on that jacket from last year and you didn't grew over the summer And she zips it all the way up to your neck and it's real tight. (laughs) You you held tight in that jacket. That jacket is a little tight. We get these titles and we wear them so tight that when it's time to expand, to, to, to take the zipper down, you're the last kid in the class. And your teacher has to come over and say, let me help you. Mm, mm. So she, mm, she's pulling, she's trying to get the zipper down. She's pulling your little arm because she got a sweater on. You know how when we were kids, you would take your shirt or your sweater and put it in the center of your hand and you would hold it. And then you would, you would push your arm through your jacket so your sweater wouldn't ride all the way up and make that tight jacket even tighter. So she's pulling, now she's pulling your sweater, your shirt, just pulling that jacket off. And you finally get out the jacket and you feel free. Oh, you feel so free. You're like, yes. Woo. Then your mother comes to pick you up from school and you got your jacket in your hand. You're excited. You're playing with your friends. You skip into the loo and you get screamed at as soon as you get in the car or as soon as she gets you, put your jacket back on. It's cold out here. And you thinking, listen, <laughs> listen. I need another jacket, Mom. <laughs> I need a whole nother jacket. <laughs> I just need another jacket because this jacket ain't doing it no more. I hope this is how all of you, yes, leave it in the lost and found. <laughs> Leave it in the lost and found. You know, my brother was real tall. So luckily for him, he was growing straight up and long. We both were tall kids, but he was lengthy long. So his jacket would fit, but the sleeves would come above his wrists. (laughs) I love it. And he would put that jacket on, <laughs> still too tight. 
until we got our new jackets. And once we got our new jackets, we was just excited. We was just so excited to have our new jacket. Speaking of jackets, I absolutely remember, um, I've told this story before. I'm in a storytelling mode, but don't worry. We're, we're going to get to some business. This, is, this all has to do with this week, by the way. So I want us all to put our metaphysical caps on so we can, we can get the drift of what I'm telling you. And I remember we had come to New York and uh, we were getting ready to go to school. We were getting ready to go to school because my parents always wanted to send us back to New York um, because they just wanted us to have that city sort of vibe, that city energy. They never wanted us to lose the city vibes. They absolutely never wanted us to forget or lose that city feel. Needless did they know, my very first day after a week at school, they called my mother at the time to come to the school, and they told my mother I was in culture shock. (laughs) That was the first time I had ever heard that word and never forgot it. I was totally in culture shock because at the time we had been living – in England, and we left England after four years and came back. We were living in Europe, and we left Europe, and we came back to go to school in New York, go to high school in New York. I was staying with my cousin and my aunt, and they used to live off of Gates Avenue. Shots out to Brooklyn in the house. And during that time, the high school that was right around the corner that mostly all of the kids in the neighborhood went to was, at the time, boys and girls high. No, no, no. No, it wasn't boys and girls. It was, no, it was boys and girls high. So definitely we came, like at the time, those of you who know in most states and cities, like certain schools, you have to take a test to get in. And so we had sort of came after that cutoff was. So pretty much it was, you know, we're just going to kind of go to the school in the neighborhood. But then my other cousin said, um, oh, I have to tell the story when I was kidnapped twice. I told that, I've told that story so much. Like I literally have told that story so much, but yeah, that's, that's for story time too. But I ended up Me and my brother ended up with my cousin uh, at the time. She was a nurse at Kings County Hospital where it was there. Shouts out to Kings County. That's where I was born. Jay-Z was born. Many people. Uh, Who know? But anyway, uh, we used to hold the African Arts Festival at Boys and Girls on Fulton Street. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, but it wasn't Boys and Girls. I'm going to tell you what school it is, and y'all are going to know. So anyway, we ended up going to my other cousin's house, and she used to stay off of Church Avenue over on Tennis Court. And the school initially that was close to her area was a school called Erasmus. And my mother kept saying, Erasmus, 
Where have I seen that name? And then she realized. The Minutes had did a whole show on Erasmus as one of the worst schools in America. So you know we're not going there. So we didn't go there. So anyway, my cousin said, oh, I, I have a friend who knows a friend that has friends. You went to Erasmus? Oh, you got to come on the phone lines. Oh, you a real one. You went to Erasmus? <laughs> oh, you a God for real. If you went to Erasmus, I bow down. Listen, I used to be in love with this boy named Keith that went to Erasmus. Oh, my God. I was in love with him. My God, he was so fine. Anyway, let me stay on point. So anyway, the school that we ended up going to was Lincoln High. It's actually the, the school that Spike Lee did the movie um, with Denzel Washington on. I went to Lincoln High out in Coney Island. yeah I went to Lincoln High but here's the thing we were staying off of Church Avenue so I used to have to catch the bus no first I caught the train then I had to catch the bus and then I had to walk okay so my brother is older than me So they was trying to get our schedule so we would be at school at the same time, but it was a big sort of gap, and they didn't know how to take the European education system and bridge it with the American educated system because the classes we took didn't go, oh, I know about John Dewey Hyde, like a lot of my cousins went there. You threw parties at Lincoln and John Dewey. I love it. So anyway, I um went to school and I used to have this piece of paper and my mom would write down the uh she would write down the directions because I was so shy. I still am shy. I know I'm not shy when I'm doing this, but I'm so shy. And um She wrote down the uh, directions, and so I had to get on the bus, and you're getting on the city bus, you know, not this stuff I was used to, not the yellow bus, not the school bus. No, this is the city bus, like everybody on the bus, all right? So I get on the bus, I've got to get off the bus, go down to, um, damn, I'm I'm, I'm, going to get the stop catch the train, get off the train, walk about two blocks, and these are some long-ass blocks, and go to Lincoln High. Traumatized. I was traumatized for the whole week. Traumatized. Traumatized. Just traumatized. Not by the kids in school, because... Yeah, they made fun of me. They used to call me a girl from across the water. I don't know. They had a nickname for me. Um, but um, just traumatized of having to navigate and do all of these things. And so the counselor was like, look, um, we got to do something. 
because your daughter is suffering from culture shock. That was the first time I heard that word, culture shock, coming out of one environment and being thrust into a different environment. I didn't realize how much I felt safe and supported. Yeah, them Coney Island blocks, it's almost like four blocks. Trust me. I still remember the walk. So I was kind of traumatized, and I was having a hard time adapting to making my way from school back home. And, you know, we didn't have cell phones wasn't a readily available thing back then. You know, beepers and stuff was, but not cell phones. So it wasn't like I could, you know, nowadays you want to do something, you want to be adventurous, you're young, you're a kid or whatever. You could be on the phone with somebody you know, and that's like an extra security system for you, for your confidence to be able to pull off what you pull off. There was nothing. And everyone who went to school with me, I found a few people who uh, they didn't go as far as I did. So either we rode the train together, you know, we walked when it was time for me to get on the train, it was time for them to, you know, they went their way or when I got on the bus, you know, it, it, it was all of this. But eventually in one of my classes, Oh, 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 yes. Oh, rain, the workshop. That's right. It was today. That's right. That's right. Congratulations. So eventually in class, and I had to take a physical ed class, and I took a physical ed class, and I took bowling because inside Lincoln High, there used to be a bowling alley. We had a bowling alley and we had a swimming pool and, of course, the big, huge basketball court. But we had all of that. We had swim teams, all of that, you know, all of this. Was this young Italian kid. I met him. And it was through him I met this other young sister girl. And it was us three. Three little oddballs. And we were all odd for different reasons. I'm going to tell you the different reasons. Me, I was odd. Just coming back into that environment. I'm born in Brooklyn, from Brooklyn, family in Brooklyn, but I didn't really live there all the time. The Italian kid was odd because he literally had a bodyguard with him at school, and his father, low-key, was in the mob. Like, no bullshit. He was Italian, and they was about that life, for real. And his uncle used to own the little pizzeria right not far from Lincoln High. The other sister, she was kind of a, 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 a misfit in a sense because her cousin was, gosh, I can't think of the actress name. I'm getting ready to tell you. She was a famous black, beautiful model and actress, Jane Kennedy. That's it. 
Jane Kennedy was her first cousin. So it's us three. And we used to hang out together. And during lunchtime, the Italian little, the Italian guy would say, hey, now this is oblivious to us two, us two, the other sister girl and me. It's oblivious to us. Why does this kid have somebody, when he gets out of school, there's this man in a black car that picks him up. Why certain times at school this man is standing outside the classroom waiting for him? It, it's like oblivious, or at least it was to me. Maybe everybody else know, and that's the joke. But we didn't know. We didn't think it was odd. Matter of fact, it wasn't until I got ready to leave that I actually asked him, why was this happening? I didn't know. So lunchtime, we used to go to his uncle's pizzeria, and we used to get this black cherry soda in the bottle and a slice of cheese pizza. When I tell you all of my anxiety, all of my fears, everything would leave. We would laugh. We would talk. (laughs) We would laugh. We would talk. We would just have a good time hanging out. Us three going back to separate worlds. You know what? It might have been raised. It's not far from Lincoln. It'll come back to me as I as I tell this story. It'll come back. But I'm gonna I'm gonna share something to you guys of how energy works. So, literally, I remember one day. I don't know why I was shaking. I was so scared, and he said to me, "Do you want me?" to have my driver take you back home so you don't have to ride the bus and get on the train. He said, I can call my dad and make sure it's okay. So I see him like when school is about to be out and he runs over to me, he says, hey, Blue, my dad said it's okay and I can have my dad said he can have somebody pick you up and bring you bring you um, back to school every day, too. And I was like, no, I got to, you know, because my cousins was all like, you know how cousins are. They talk and jump to you. Get your scary ass. You, what's wrong with you? You could go to you. You better get on that bus. I was doing that since I've been five. What are you talking about? Get on the bus. It's a straight shot. You know, they doing all this. So I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it. (laughs) I didn't want to do it. So I said, no, it's okay. But literally I was shaking. So he said, well, at least let us drive you uh, to the train station. So, you know, they drove me up the block to the train station. I got on. And I got on the got on the train, you know, and I'm remembering, got to remember my stop. I got to, you know, get off the bus and I got to do this and I got to do this. And then I got to walk around the corner. I got to face all the, 
uh, <laughs> I got to face all of these as I'm walking because it used to be a lot of boys in our building off of tennis court over there. A lot of, lot of Rastafarians, a lot of Jamaicans, a lot of Haitians, and they used to just be a girl. They used to be hot, you know, and I used to just have to mentally get myself ready to make it from the block into the building on the elevator to make it upstairs. So the reason I tell you all that, I know, right? It's a lot. That's a, a lot of Guyanese. Yes. <laughs> It's a lot. To this day, if there is something that if I have a big decision to make, if I feel some sort of uh, anxiety about to come on, if um, if I'm going to get sick or not feeling well or something's going on with my kids or someone in my family, like something major, major, I will have a dream. And do you know, to this day, it would drop me off at Lincoln and I would have to make my way back, not oddly enough to where I stay, but I would have to make my way all the way back to Bushwick Avenue, to where one of my favorite, well, all of my aunts are favorite. I don't want nobody to get offended because I got a lot of them. But one of my favorite aunts live off of Bushwick Avenue. I would have to make my way all the way back on Schaefer Street. And I would, ha- I would have to, in, in the dream, And I was having this dream, and I just couldn't. I kept getting lost. And I would stop. I would talk to people, and I would be like, come on. You know how to get back to Bushwick Avenue. Come on. You know. And I would always be up on Broadway. Broadway used to have the raggediest train. Like, that shit is so loud, and it's above ground. And everything would be shaking, like the buildings. And every time I would go to talk to somebody, and they were just getting ready to tell me the train would come, and I couldn't hear nothing. And the person would leave. I would wake back up. (laughs) Oh, you used to live off of Bushwick Avenue. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Yes. So... I would go back to sleep, literally force myself to go back to sleep until I can make it to my aunt's house on Schaefer Street. Or at least I would cross Bushwick Avenue. If I didn't cross Bushwick, I don't care. I'm calling in sick for the the day at the work. I'm taking the day off, health day at work. I'm not doing a show. I'm not doing readings. I'm going to make it to at least cross Bushwick. I got to be able to at least have cross Bushwick to do that. Why am I telling you that? Because I'm letting you know that we are just, our inner world and our outer world are really one in the same. 
and you can use it as a tool no matter how traumatizing it may seem to be to you. You can do it. You can move yourself into a position of power, but it's not necessarily the position of power in the astral realm, but this was a long time, which I haven't had it in a while, but a long time, this was me reclaiming my childhood power from that traumatizing experience for me. If I were to mention it, and I have, to my parents, Ashe to my daddy, or even my brother, my sister was too little at the time, but or family members and cousins, which I have, that would be a blink of the eye. It wouldn't be something that came on the list to go up there with being traumatized. But truth be told, I think that traumatized me more in some ways than my kidnappings. Well, maybe not one of them. But yeah, it was up there, if not at times, higher. So pay attention to your dreams because your dreams right now are coming in from Pluto. And you know, Pluto is a powerful planet that really stands for transformation. It is transformative. It's 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 deeply, deeply rooted in at change at life changes. You understand? Like life changes. And I want you to not let these little things, especially if you show back up at maybe a relative's house or someplace you used to live or, you know, a school you used to go to. I, I, I don't want you to whim that off as just a dream. As just just a dream that you had. But this is a place for you to connect with your power. Because you know Pluto, um, like the planet Venus, is connected with wealth. But Pluto's wealth is talking about legacy wealth. It's talking about Pluto is that billionaire wealth. You know? This is why also when we're in Pluto, we get an opportunity to really start to... Uh, look at our lives and make transformation happen. We talk in this, this is, this is the, the, the billionaire. When Pluto, Pluto comes in and you, you tap into these gifts that are being offered to you, if, if you are bold enough and daring enough to really dive deep within yourself, and acknowledge your truth, acknowledge the things about you that is not working. Look at what you don't want to repeat. See, because Pluto is here to 
to to stop you from repeating shit. And and however that transformation has to happen, it will do it. So if you're a person who have nightmares, they may start to intensify during this time of the year. You might have felt yourself get a little sad during this time of the year. You may feel yourself feeling the S word this time of the year or just want to give up on life or uh, uh, just being overwhelmed by emotions that are just gripping you in a different kind of way. It's sort of a blessing in disguise because it's it's sort of begging you. Your higher self is begging you to look deep within. Your higher self is saying, look, there is something. I want you to have what you want. But there is something that you think is good for you that you think cannot be changed, that you think will not be different, that you think you can't make it past. And if you are bold enough to face it and open it enough to consciously release what you can, maybe... You can't release your job at this particular time. Maybe you can't release that addiction or that drinking problem, drug problem, sex problem, you know, lying problem, whatever that problem is. Maybe you can't release that right now. Maybe you you just can't. Maybe you can't release that relationship, no matter how unhealthy it is for you right now. You cannot release it right now. Maybe you can't. Maybe you can't let it go. Maybe you can't change your environment right now. But if you could take a moment, like I just took this moment, and reflect on your life, And on all of those experiences, because it is through those experiences that it brought you to the moment of that experience that you are experiencing or that you're in, doesn't matter. This this is what I want you to know. If you could take time to become conscious of your actions and your thoughts, if you could just become conscious of what you're doing, what you're feeling, what you're thinking, and looking at those actions and recognizing the ones you absolutely never want to experience again. And when I say experience again, I'm not talking about controlling your outside world. I'm talking about your thoughts, your feelings that you're feeling. If you can become conscious that you will stop yourself, stop yourself 
from chasing that thought and make a promise, make a wish that you will never, ever, ever go unconscious to your thoughts and your feelings again. You will not repeat it. You will not repeat it. I don't care what it is. You won't repeat it. That self-sabotaging, that jealousy, that anger, that bitterness, that sadness, that frustration, that manipulation. Because what ultimately is happening is we're looking for something to soothe our consciousness, our thoughts, our feelings, our actions. But if you allow yourself that opportunity to really get in that space, to look at your actions and say, you know what? I'm, I'm, I am not going to react that way ever again. I am conscious that what I did, not what the other person did, not what was happening around me, not what he did, not what she did, not what they did, but what I did, conscious enough to know that I will never do that again. I will never become that un conscious of me. Doesn't matter what they do. Doesn't matter what she do. Doesn't matter what he do. It doesn't matter what it does. I know for me, I'm conscious enough to never go unconscious again because we have a tendency to have a blind eye of consciousness when it comes to our actions. We have a tendency to look out, to blame it on the moon, to blame it on the stars, to blame it on the zodiacs, to blame it on the energy, to blame it on our mamas, to blame it on our daddies, to blame it on our environment, to blame it on death, to blame it on life, to blame it on pain, to blame it on hurt, to blame it on social media, to blame it on the government, to blame it on the neighbors, to blame it on, yeah, I don't want to sing the song, but the alcohol, to blame it on the alcohol, to blame it on the drugs. We have a tendency and we become very unconscious to ourselves, to ourselves, to our actions, forgetting we are a creator. We're creating these experiences. The beautiful thing is 
not about changing every experience in the world so everyone can experience what you deem to be happy. Maybe you like going to the park and sitting on the bench and feeding the pigeons. I don't like that shit. I don't want to do that. So I don't want to be in your world. I want my own world. I want it to be the way I want it to be. So it's not about me controlling you. It's about me driving by, waving at you while you're on the bench feeding the pigeons while I'm off to some sort of soiree, enjoying myself. (laughs) So you get the point. I want us to use our time wisely. And time is a magical power. I used to think and buy into the surface level, time is an illusion. And the truth is, time is an illusion. And you can transcend time and space. But just like everything on this planet has and takes up space, so does time. And if you misuse time, it will affect you. It will impact you. It will. So it's either one or two places we're going to be with time. You can step out of it. But that's merely abstract thinking. And the reason I say that is because you know what time it is. Oh, you know. There is something, it may not be Planet Remix, but there is something in your life that, oh, trust and believe you know what time it is. So we have not escaped time. Allow these deeper levels of abstract, metaphysical, and occult thinking to get you in a predicament that you are giving away your greatest gift of being. But use time as a magical tool. And when you're tapping in and connecting with time, you're using it to your advantage. Because if you understand time and you understand timing, you will easily be able to flow with Divine time, divine time. You will know when you're in divine time because you will find yourself saying, ooh, I'm right on time, without looking at the physical clock. You won't have to guess, am I late? Am I early? Is this the right way? Is this the wrong way? 
Is this okay? Is this not okay? Oh, you won't have to do that because you will be in divine time. And the best way to use time as a weapon is you got to find your sweet spot. And that sweet spot is when you're in the flow, when you're present. When you're in your sweet spot, oh, my goodness. Time is everything. Right now, the most valuable asset on the planet is your energy and your time. Your energy and your time is the most valuable asset you have. You may have gold. You may invest in silver. You may have Bitcoin. You may have stocks. You may have bonds. You may have land. You may own houses. You may own cars. You may have money in the bank. But something that is worth its weight Triple what gold and any precious precious metal is worth is your time and your energy. And for you all to spend your time with me, oh, my God, that is everything. That is absolutely everything. That you've given me your time and your energy, and I'm sharing time and energy with you, oh, don't sleep on that. Don't sleep on somebody who's willing to share time and energy with you. In self-invested, we call it a particular thing. We call it tea. So before there was tea and spill and all of that, we called it tea. Time, energy, and attention. That's the triple threat. We were talking about that in the beginning. Everybody got a triple threat. You got your time, you got your energy, and you got your attention. And we know energy goes where thoughts flow. But when you spill your tea, make sure you know what you're doing. Spilling it the right way. Because that, 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 that tea, that's some precious tea. That's like lotus tea. That's, 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 you know, that's some of the finest tea in the world. That tea is worth billions, time, energy, and attention. Listen. Listen, you better know who you are. You better know who you are. It's time. It's time to know who you are for real. Really know who you are. Really know who you are. Yeah. Yeah. I love you all, Soul Family. And I thank you so much (laughs) for your tea, for your time, your energy, and attention. Oh, my goodness. I had to get that out. I've been waiting all day to get that out. 
I had to, you know, because at the end of the day, we are all just really talking to ourselves. And I love this because I can go back and I can have this reminder to myself, to myself. Listen, listen, listen. Look at you and look at you and look at you. Y'all remember when I used to say that all the time? Look at you and look at you and look at you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to have an amazing week. It's going to be a very transformative week. And I know that we will be able to hold space for ourselves as well as others to keep our head on a swivel. All of those powerful things right there. I want to ring the bell. I want to ring the bell for self-invested. I want to ring the bell for self-invested and everyone who's self-invested. I want to give a big shout out to our whole self-invested family. And, you, you know, self-invested, mm-hmm. We're going to be getting it in because we got a lot of powerful things to talk about for this class. And yes, I've been getting your, getting your, getting your homework and OMG. That's what I got to say. Oh my goodness. You guys are getting it in and I am loving every bit of it. Um, So I'm excited. I'm excited for class and I'm excited for us to get together. The other thing I want to let you all know Wish Magic has released, and y'all are loving it. You're blowing me up with it, and I love that. Y'all are loving Wish Magic. I hope you love it as much as I did. Let me tell you, sometimes I can be my worst critic to myself. I try not to do that, but I made Wish Magic so long ago that I wanted to go back and I wanted to just, I was just nitpicking because spirit was taking so long to say, release it. And then finally I said, let me sit down. This was about a week or so ago. Let me do this. And I just did it. I did it. This was a couple of weeks before. I didn't even know it was going to be released, but I went ahead and released Wish Magic. Uh, I did it, and I said, no, no, this is it, this is it. So if you don't have Wish Magic, which is a part of the Galactic Activation Series, for those of you who, because I get emails every single day, please bring back the Galactic E-Files. Well, Wish Magic is a part of the Galactic E-Files. It's just a lot for me to do at this time to keep doing the galactic e-files and do the classes and do the shows and do readings. Um, But I know so many of you want me to bring the galactic e-files back. Um, So yeah, I'm I'm, going to see how it is. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do too. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to overdo it, but I, I do the work for the Galactic E-Files for myself anyway. Uh, The difference would be I would just have to package it to give it to you all. But I archive the Galactic E-Files for me anyway. And um, 
So since I'm doing it, I might as well see if I can find a way to do that. No, no, no big promises, but I do want to put that out there. Maybe if you guys make enough wishes, <laughs> we will get that. But I do want to let you all know this is the perfect time to tap into wish magic. And when you get into wish magic, I'm going to give you some exercises. And these exercises, when you begin to do them, and, and, and let me tell you, if there's something I want to be known for, I want to be known for assisting people, of one, not being afraid of themselves, two, recognizing that we're all psychics, everybody's a psychic, everyone has these clear abilities, clairvoyance, audience, all of these abilities. We can communicate with our ancestors, the dead, and know that we all can do this. And I've been saying that since day one on this platform, that this is something everyone can do. And my thing, even when I'm teaching, my premise is I don't want you to become dependent on me. My goal is to get you to a state of independence. And my goal is also to lift your energy up high. I know coming back as a psychic teacher on the planet at this time, in the beginning was going to be challenging. But time, as time went on, it would become easier on planet Earth to be a teacher of these psychic things at this particular time. I knew it. I absolutely knew it. But I knew that this is the work that I'm being called to come back to and to really help assist many of you to stand in the seat as a teacher, but you all know I'm really the student. And my thing is to really help you all because I know that many of you will be greater at this gift than I am. And if I can be a part of your journey to give you a solid foundation to show you tools and things that work for me, but you can take them and craft them with your energy and your powers and elevate them and take them out into the world and do work that is soulful, that is loving, and that is transforming and healing, then my job is done. My job is done. My goal is I know that I am here to help both old star seeds and new star seeds exceed to points in our lives that perhaps in past lives, because of where the world was or things that were happening, we wasn't able to, you wasn't able to fulfill this thing. But now you're back and you're able to fulfill it. And I know my goal is, and I know I have no, my goal is, I, my goal is that you supersede me, that you supersede me, not in, in your mind and shameless chatter and in an egotistical way, but I'm talking about really, I want you to take it and I want you to work it and be able to empower yourself with it. And do this work. I know that I came back to really share that with the beings on the planet and to do it in a soulful way. Hence, the soulful oracle. To give that to you 
so you can find your authentic spark, your God spark that lives inside of you that's very different from my God spark. And you can begin to start crafting and, you know, transforming your life so you can put the work out into the world that you're being called to do. And that's not always going to be on a big scale for everyone. So I don't want anyone here to feel like, well, all I want to do is get married and have kids. Listen, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. You understand? Or I just want to be a doctor or I just want to be a nurse or I really want to achieve this. It doesn't matter. I want you to know that you can do it. You can do it. And you can take these skills and you can infuse them. They are essential for us growing up on planet Earth. And as we climb higher into these higher dimensions of frequencies, you know, it's kind of like, you know, uh, the laws of gravity. Many people are going to fly their ass up to the 11th and 12th dimension only to come crashing back down. I don't want you to do that. I want you to truly have your wings. And when you take flight and you begin to elevate and go higher, it is your choice whether you want to soar high and stay in those higher dimensions in a very balanced way, or if you want to coast back down, maybe to assist and to help in a different light that you can navigate all planes of existence not only being able to survive in one, we are multidimensional beings and we have to be able to get into our multidimensional selves and embody it. I'm talking about fully embodying it while loving ourselves, not destroying ourselves like perhaps our ancestors had to do in the past, not destroying our minds um, like our ancestors had to do in the past or our grandparents or great-grandparents, some of them had to do, or not destroying our bodies, you know, like we see a lot that's happening now just for the sake of saying that we are on this quest. You are multidimensional beings, and everything that is here on planet Earth is a tool to you if you choose to make it that so you. If you choose for it to be your tool, it can be. So we have to stop looking at things such black and white and such um, negative and positive and be able to elevate our awareness and our consciousness and look at it as it being as it is and we be the ones to command whether this water is going to be positive for me or negative for me, whether this, um, you know, state of being is going to be negative for me or positive for me, whether this food is negative for me or positive for me. If you elevate to a higher state, you know, this is, it reminds me of the black cherry soda that has to be in the glass bottle. And I remember the first time that the light bulb went off is when Brother Bobby Hemmett was talking about how he used to use the orange solar soda to heal himself. So I want you to know that time, energy, and attention, where your thoughts are, what you're paying attention to, what you're feeling, 
you can transform things. This is why our ancestors would bless their food and they would bless their food because it would change. It would change the molecular structure of the food. It will change the, um, it would change the, 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 the subatomical particles, how the frequency and how the particles are, are vibrating. It would change the energy of what it is. But that doesn't just work with food. That works with everything. If you're writing something, if you're posting something, if you are doing your hair, if you're getting dressed, if you're getting ready to drive your car, imagine if you brought that state of awareness, that state of consciousness to absolutely Everything that you were doing when you're interacting with people, when you're out and about at Target, or we don't go to Walmart no more, but Target or, or Walmart, um, if we have to, right, because we're going to get above it, or Walmart, or if you, you know, have to go in the mall, or if you have to go to the doctor's office, you know, so many people are afraid of utilizing all of the tools that we have here on the planet because somehow there's certain schools of thought and there are certain groups that say this is bad for you and that is bad for you and this is no good for you, you know? And uh, I want you to understand that there are going to be some things for you that is unhealthy. But as my mother always taught us, everything is not for everybody. And literally, I mean the B-O-D-Y, the body. And you have to become very in tune with you, in tune with your energy. That's why all of the things, the products of what I'm primarily focusing on, the things that I am focusing on, that I am putting out in the world, are things to get you in touch with you. It's not about me. It's about you. You got to do the work. And when you do the work, you're going to see the results. I'm the guide. I am your guide. I am your oracle guide for you while you're here growing up on planet Earth. And you can take tools and you begin to do it and you begin to put your energy into it and crafting. I promise you, read the reviews on all of the things. It will start to unlock the magic inside of you. It will unlock your magic. It will show you where your spark is. It will show you where your superpowers have been dormant. You don't just have one superpower. You have many superpowers. You have many things inside of you that need to be unlocked. We are moving very fast at a high rate of speed through the photon belt. And as we're moving through this photon belt, things become a little foggy and you can't see. You can't see clear. And so a lot of times when something shows you something that you deem is negative, you deem is unhealthy, you deem is low vibrational, but you know it is coming from you, take a moment and stop and ask yourself the question, what would my higher self say? All you have to do is write down those things that are coming to you. I don't care what it is about yourself. If you are bold enough, uh, if you are courageous enough to step out 
like on a cold day without a jacket, and you write those things down, I want you to go to the total opposite side of that, and you will know the truth about who you are. There is power in even those things presenting themselves in your life right now, but you can't see them. And this is just about turning it around. And sometimes that's a slow turn. This is what we call Saturn. Saturn, one of the magnificent planets, moves very slow. It's a slow motion with it, baby. When, planet, when Saturn comes on the scene, we are slow motion. It takes Saturn forever to turn, to stop, to move forward, to spin. But that slow turn, sad turn, some call it, I call it a slow turn, means that when you get to the other side of it, you will see what it was leading you to. You just to have the courage to step in. The other thing that I want to tell you that I decided to do with this, and it really put this on my heart, is anyone who purchases Wish Magic. I want you to work with it. I want you to come back, leave your comments. You will be on a live telecall with me. And we're going to be going over some things that really is going to guide us into 2024. And I'm going to be sharing some things with you. It's going to be an hour call. Right now, I don't know if you will get a recording, but I will give you a chance ahead of time to be live. But you will receive a invitation, a seat, a free seat to come for us to gather together. And it's going to happen before 2024, before we cross over. Because in numerology, which we know everything is frequencies and vibration. This is why January is the start of the year. And this is why Aquarius coming into January is also the symbol for the sign of astrology. But that means frequencies and vibrations. We're talking about the binary code. Zeros and one. And numerology plays a lot in the frequency. And you can think about numerology like being the weather. So it doesn't determine what you do. It doesn't determine how you move. And it doesn't determine what's going to happen, but it's showing you what the atmosphere is, what the environment is going to be. And we are moving into 2024, 2024. And if you do the math on 2024, that is an eight universal year. That is an eight universal year. And for me, you all know who have had readings from me, I called that eight year, that's the shine bright like a diamond year. But this is when I'm talking about at a macro level. That means you may have a separate personal year, but the whole planet is going to be under the frequency of infinity. This is why I'm telling you everything that you do and you say right now, this is going to go beyond 2023. It's going to carry you into the future. If you look at the number eight, lean it on its side. This is one of the few numbers, if not the only one, you don't pick up the pen. You can just keep looping yourself back and forth, past, present, and future. Everything 
coming together at one time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Divina! Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I want you all to know that. So make sure you put in an email address when you're purchasing this that you can receive because you will receive the details for the call for us to get on the call together. We're going to be having a galactic call. We're going to get on that call together. It's going to be about an hour, and we're going to get it in, and I'm going to drop some, I'm going to drop some shit on you for 2028 and really just some things that you can do. So Wish Magic is here. Like I told you guys, Wish Magic came on board 2024, 2014, 2015, and been waiting till now. I don't like things complicated. It's simple. I don't want to call it simple as in simplicity, but simple as in simplicity. But when you do it, it it will activate you when you do these things and you really take the time to do these things. You will see the things that are unfolding inside of you. Now, here's my quest, everyone. Please, please, please. If you have purchased something, if you have purchased something from the site, please leave feedback. Please go. Leave a five-star review. <laughs> leave your feedback there. That would, that would definitely make my cosmic day, my cosmic time feedback. Honestly, put your feedback there. And many of you have, and I'm so grateful, so grateful, so thankful for you. And many of you, maybe you've never worked this way and you've never worked with me, you know, take a look. The other things I will tell you because they're selling out quickly. And yes, digital products do sell out. There's a time for everything. So if you don't have the elements, earth, air, fire, and water, while they're available, great holiday work to do. Holiday work is really spiritual work, great spiritual work to dive into. The Akashic Records are open, the premier files. If you ever wanted to dive into your Akashic Records, into your premier files, I take you step by step. I hold your hand along with the goddess, Hathar, Hetheru, and we take you in and show you exactly how to get into the Akashic Files, get into your Akashic Records. And not only just get in there so you can, you know, understand things for yourself, but how you can write in your records. You can even rewrite in your records and how you can also rewrite things in the records of planet Earth going forward for the future. Because all of us is a part of this tapestry. We all are responsible here. And whether you consciously or unconsciously want to leave a legacy, you are. You are leaving a legacy. And so this is a way that you can really begin to start aligning yourself with the information, with your quest, whatever that quest is, to move forward and do the things that you know you are deeply called to do in your heart is by putting the work in you, by putting the work in you, Mm. by putting the work in you. This is the way to do it. This is the way. And for many of you who have the lucky blueprint, 
that has sold out, but this is a great time to dive in, do another cycle of that. You got the Jupiter Money Kit. It's time to go back in, start working with your Jupiter Money Kit. One of the things I love about the work we put out on Planet Remix, it doesn't die out. It doesn't go away. I'm not giving you work that's only good for one month. Those of you who have the galactic e-files, because I know you didn't do all them things, I need you to look at the calendar, and I want you to find your power day. And you can make that power day the day you were born. If you were born on the first, then make it the first and start doing it that day. If you were born on the 23rd, make it the 23rd. If you were born on the 15th or the 16th, and consciously start putting things in alignment so that you can take this information wherever you're learning it from, even if you are a teacher, even if you are doing work. Go back. Look at your own stuff. I look at my own stuff. I go back and listen to shows. I go back and do those things. You're going to know what you're called to do. And I want you to trust yourself on this process And go back and start connecting with that energy. Start working with that energy and start putting those things in there. Oh, Goddess Rainwater says, Dreams, Miss Blue and Planet Remix, I'll catch you on the replay. She said, we we, we too late night for her. She said she will catch us in the astro realm. Love you so much, um, Rain. And I'm definitely going to be sending you an email as well. And congratulations on a successful workshop. And again, you guys, make sure you connect with Rain. She's, we're going to get together and find when Rain is going to come on. And it's just going to be a show so you can learn more about her work and the things that she does and the things that she's going to be doing because this is going to be powerful. She's going to be working with the moon. But I promise you, I don't care how crafty and spiritual you are, you've been working with the moon, Rain takes it to a totally different level. And so I would love for all of you to connect with her, to see her divine way of connecting with these energies and connecting with these tools because she makes a lot of them too. If you don't have a dream catcher from Goddess Rainwater, listen. Minds, the, the tools I still have for rain to this day, hands down, powerful, powerful. And so love you, Rain, and thanks for stopping by. And, yes, we're going to bring Ebony and Oshun, too. We're going to have them to come back. (laughs) You guys love them on the last show. I absolutely love those amazing sisters. The other thing that I want to also let you all know, for everyone who purchased this class, not class, it sounds like a class, but it's not a class, purchase Wish Magic, I am going to be teaching classes in the astro realm. Now, the priestess, where are my divine priestess at? Shouts out to all the divine priestess in the building. The divine priestess are used to me teaching classes in the astro realm, and they have attended many classes, and many of them have held their classes in the astro realm, as well as self-invested have attended classes in the astro. Class in the astro realm is going to be on Saturdays. Wherever you are in the world, I'm going to teach class on Saturdays. So I want us to do a real life experiment. We've done this before. 
we can use the site for you to tell me what you're going to get if you have Wish Magic, because that's your code to get in to, for the class in the Astro Realm. What I was teaching in Wish Magic, and I will announce it. Many of you remember back in the day, we did a live class when Brother Wayne Chandler, who has visited Planet Remix many a times, where me and Brother Wayne Chandler taught a class in the astro realm. And on Facebook, on our Facebook page, which I got to go over there and check that house. I ain't been over there in years. I ain't been over there in a minute. But um, we did a class in the astro realm, me and... Brother Wayne Chandler, even though he's Dr. Wayne Chandler, I know he doesn't want to go by that name, but an amazing, powerful brother who works with energy uh, in a magnificent way. He does classes as well. Um, We taught a class in the astro realm and told everybody to go to the page under the post and leave what we taught about. And I guarantee you, just about every single person who commented was right. Now, we wrote, and I put everything in an email, dated it in time, ahead of time, what we were going to be teaching to prove that what we said we taught was what we taught in the astro realm. And Planet Remix, you guys picked up on it, and you knew exactly what we were talking about and what we taught. So I'm going to put that challenge out to you guys. Saturday night, if you want to go, and if you want to know to get into the class, into the astro realm, if you have the wish magic, all you have to do is set the intention before you lay down and go to sleep. Uh-oh, 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 let me bring it, bring it, bring it, bring it down. <laughs> let me bring it down. I know, I know, it says we... We, 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 we getting too deep up in here. We getting too deep up in here. Let's, let's see if we can get back. Is the phone line still on or no? Is the phone line not still on? Let me see. Let me see if I can get something going here. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. The phone lines are still good. Okay, well, that's good to know. Um, hmm, see something. Let me see something. You know, whenever we get to really getting jiggy with it, let's see, let's see, let's see. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Hmm. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. They low-key just cut me off. They low-key just cut me off. So, listen. We're going to trust the, the divine. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.